Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Good morning. Let's open with prayer. Father, I thank you. My heavenly Father, my heavenly Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great and grant your people repentance. Let the power of my Lord be great and grant your people repentance. Grant us repentance. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. If you will turn with me to Hebrews 6, verse 6. I wasn't going to begin here, but when I sat down this morning, I realized I was going to begin here. It's Hebrews 6, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Do you hear that? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Impossible to please God. Now, turn with me to John 6. Jesus in John 6 fed the 5,000 with the five barley loaves and the two small fish. Fed 5,000 men, not counting women and children. 5,000 men with, the barley, with five barley loaves and two fish. And then he sent them away. And he sent the disciples across the lake. In the middle of the night, great storm. Great storm. Water is going everywhere. And they see Jesus walking on the water to the ship. He gets in the boat. They immediately get to the other side. Now, the people that were fed want to go see Jesus. They want to follow him. So they get in a boat. And they, they get in boats and they come to the other side. And this is where we're going to catch. Verse 24. And when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples... They also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, whence comest thou hither? How'd you get here? And Jesus answered them and said, Verily, 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 truly, truly. In other words, pay attention. I say unto you, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were fed, were filled, free food free food. Then verse 27, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life. Labor not for the meat which perisheth. This is Jesus speaking, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the son of man shall give unto you for him has God the father sealed. Then they said unto him, what shall we do? The people that came across the sea asked Jesus, what shall we do? What shall we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said unto them. Now remember, they asked him, what must we do to work the works of God? Jesus said, this, this is the work of God. This is the work of God. 
that you believe on him whom he has sent. This is the work of God. This is the work of God. I grew up in a denominational church, and I looked for a simple answer, and it was like I couldn't find it. I went to other churches looking for what did God want me to do, and nobody knew what to tell me. They would say, it's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Well, I looked in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and there was a whole bunch of stuff in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But I didn't see this. Jesus told the people, this is your work. This is your job. I am born again. Now what do I do? Jesus said, this is your work. Simple as that. This is your work. And what is the work? That you believe on him whom he has sent. What do I need to do to do the things of God? Believe on him whom he has sent. That is your job. When I was a teacher, I would go interview. I worked in two different schools. So I would go to the interviews. And they would have what they called the job description. Everything that you were expected to do, the more years I taught, the longer that thing got. But it was long. All the things that were expected of me, my job description. Well, here's your job description. This is the work of God. This is your job, to believe on him whom he sent. Now let's go down to verse 51, and he tells you about believing on him whom he sent. Jesus said, because it's written in red, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. What is it about Jesus that we believe? Right here, I will give what I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. What is that? Turn to Mark 1. 14. Jesus again speaking. I'm going to begin in verse 14. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Preaching the gospel, saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. And look what he tells us. He says, repent ye. Repent ye. No, that doesn't mean I won't drink this anymore and I won't go here anymore. I won't say that again and I won't do this and I won't do that. That's not repent you here. Repent you. You know what that word means? It means change the way you are thinking. Change your will. Change the way you think and do what? Believe the gospel. There's that word again, believe. Believe what? Believe the gospel. Believe the gospel. What is your job? It is to believe. This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. That's your job. What about the man that would God sent? The gospel. The gospel. To believe the gospel. Now, what is that gospel? First, I want us to stop in 1 Corinthians 2. Jesus said, this is your work. This is your job, that you believe on him whom he sent. And he said, repent you and believe 
the gospel, the gospel. Believe the gospel. That's your job is to believe the gospel. Well, I need to go to seminary. Believe the gospel. Well, I need to go over here and go to this church. Believe the gospel. You know, Doyle has a beautiful story that I heard years and years ago that really helped me. He said he was out in Argyle, and he was searching for the will of God. And one day he said he was walking. He was walking down the road, and he was telling God all the wonderful things he was doing. I'm going to this meeting. I'm going to that meeting. I'm listening to this tape. I'm listening to that tape. I'm reading my Bible. I'm giving my money. I'm praying in tongues. I'm doing this. I'm going there. And he counted to God all the things he was doing. And what did God answer him? I respond to faith. I respond to faith. I respond to faith. What is your job? This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. Look what Paul did. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, this is Paul speaking, when I came to you, you Corinthians, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, came not with excellency of speech and wisdom, you know, I have people sometimes email me and say, you pronounced that word wrong. You used the wrong grammar here. And I'm a grammar teacher. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you. Anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. This is the apostle to the Gentiles. This is the man that if he sent a napkin with you and you laid it on a person, they were immediately healed. This is the apostle that Jesus sent to us Gentiles. And what does he say? I choose to know nothing among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. What is your job? This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. Now, let's look at what we are supposed to believe. 1 Corinthians 15. Paul again speaking. Moreover, brethren, brethren, those of you that are born again, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. How do you stand? You stand by faith. You stand by faith. You believe. Believe means to trust in. It means to hang on to. It means to adhere to. It means to look at this and not look at that. That is believe. Which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. By which also you are saved, if you keep in memory. What I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. What is your job? This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. Three, for I delivered unto you first of all, which I also received. Here is the definition of the gospel. Here is what you believe. Paul didn't believe anything else but this. This is what you believe. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. How that Christ died for 
our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. There is your gospel. That is what you believe. What is your job as a Christian? This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. And what about that man he sent? That he died, that he was buried, that he rose again the third day. Turn with me, Isaiah 53. That gospel that Jesus died, that he was buried, that he rose again, that is your job is to believe that gospel. That's the thing you do as a Christian. You don't have to go here, and you don't have to go there, and you don't have to be to every meeting when the door opens. You can be. Oh, you can be at every meeting. When that door opens, you're there, and you call that faithful. That's not what the Father calls it. It is impossible to please God without faith. Impossible. What is your job? This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. Isaiah 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? There's that word believe again. Who has believed our report? We know now it's our job to believe the report. That's our job. That is our job. Everything in your life will depend if you believe on this report. If you believe the man that God sent for us. And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness. He has no form. Why? If you go to Isaiah 53, just the page before, verse 14, as many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man, more than any man. That's your job to believe that. More than any man. And is formed more than the sons of men. So shall he sprinkle many nations. The kings shall shut their mouths at him. For that which had not been told them shall they see. And that which they had not heard shall they consider. Verse 3 and 53. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of pain, sorrows, and acquainted with grief, that sickness. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Why? Why? This is what we believe, surely. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded. He was put on that cross for our sins. He was put on that cross for your sin. That's what you believe. He was put on the cross for your sin, for your transgression, for your perversity. He was put on the cross for that. And what happened when he took on your perversities, your iniquities, your sins? He became marred more than any man. Marred more than any man. That is your job to believe that. That is your job to believe that when things look otherwise. Let's keep going. He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace. Our peace. That word is prosperity. That word is welfare. That word is peace. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. This is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. This is our job. This is what our job is. This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. 
this is your job to believe this. You believe this when it looks impossible. You trust in this. You hang on to this when it looks like it is not true. But you hang on to it. That is your job. That is your job description. You can't please God any other way. You can't go to church enough. You can't read the word of God enough. You can't pray enough unless you do it in faith. Unless you do it believing. Unless you do it believing. Okay, now, verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Your iniquity. And it's your job to believe that. Verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to please him. It pleased the Lord to do this to Jesus. Why? Because he was doing it for you. Because he was doing it for you. It pleased the Lord to bruise him and to put him to grief to make him sick. Now shall make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of Jesus' soul and he shall be satisfied. He shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, therefore, what is the therefore? I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Therefore, God raised Jesus from the dead. And when he raised Jesus from the dead, you were forgiven. You were justified. You were healed. You were made prosperous. That is your job to believe. That is your job. What is the work of God? To believe that Jesus became your sacrifice. To believe that Jesus went to hell in your place. To believe that God raised him from the dead and raised you up with him. That's your job. That is your job. This is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. And you say to me, but I can't, I don't have any faith. Yes, you do. The moment you were born again, and if you're not born again, you need to be. Jesus said, you must be born again. The moment that you asked Jesus, that you said that Jesus was Lord, and you believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you were born again, and in put in you was the spirit of Jesus. And you know what with Jesus comes with Jesus? Faith. Faith. He is the author of your faith. When he came with, into you, he brought some faith with him. He brought some faith with him. Well, I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to get it up. Turn with me to Romans 10. God's not going to give you a job that you cannot do. Do you hear me? God would not give you a job that you cannot do. You have faith. Romans 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You call on the name of Jesus and you will be born again. You call on the name of Jesus and you will be born again. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? Believed. There's that word again. And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Hello? 
And how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel, that preach the gospel. What did we just find out? What does our faith have to be in? What do we have to believe? The gospel, that Jesus died, that he was buried, that he rose again, that he died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again according to the scriptures. That is the gospel. That is what this says we have to believe. And that preach the gospel of priests that bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. The gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. What word? The gospel. You are new in this. Now you know it's impossible to please God without faith. You have to have faith. Jesus said, what is your job? This is the work of God that you believe, that you trust in, that you adhere to. That's faith. In what? In the gospel, in that Jesus died, and that he was buried, and that he rose again. That he died, that he was buried, and that he rose again. That is what you believe in. Now, what do you hear? You have to hear this. You read the Psalms out loud, out loud. The gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus is in those Psalms. You read Isaiah 52 and 53 out loud. Why? Because hearing, faith cometh by hearing. You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the New Testament. You read about the death burial, and resurrection. Why? Because that's your job. That is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.